You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. Hi, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedicky, and I am recording this episode from my home. It is the Sunday after Christmas, so it's the day before this episode goes live on our podcast. And every year, or the every year for the past almost five years, I have either written a blog or a newsletter or some sort of prediction for the year to come. And uh, right before I recorded this episode, um, what I'm doing now, I went back and I listened to my 2019 end of year. And it's so odd because it's incredibly eerie to, I don't know, listen to the state of everything right before 2020 comes down the pike. So things happened so quickly this year. They escalated and then staled out. Our clients were just incredibly resilient. Our business was, it was, I don't want to use the word lucky because we work super hard and I hate using the word luck when it comes to hard work, but we definitely were agile. We listened, we talked to each other, we talked to our clients, we listened to them, we you know, change whatever we had to change. We increased our services. And this past year was a year that I intended to increase our rates. And we made the decision, uh, me and my husband, who is our, is my partner in Francis Roy, we made the decision to not increase our rates just because it was not just a hard year for us, but it was a hard year for our clients as well. Our clients are spread out across various industries. We have exclusivity agreements with them. So If we represent a shopping center, for example, we don't represent another shopping center at the same time, and it just keeps our work, our integrity high, and our ability to do our best work for them at the utmost, at the top of our mind, and and it's incredibly important for us to be able to do that. So they all experienced this year, both very differently, but then also similar as well. And so it was a struggle. We had all of the, you know, it was a huge roller coaster, ebbs and flows, our mindset shifted a little bit. And what I learned, and I made through notes throughout the year about just trying to think about, you know, what would I predict for this next year? And there's a couple of things. One is I am not going to attempt to make a prediction for the world or the state of my industry ever again. Um, I think that in hindsight almost feels incredibly narcissistic and just out of place and transparently, transparently, maybe this is the imposter syndrome in me talking. And if you're not sure what that is, we have this really great episode on imposter syndrome. So go back and, and listen to that and we can link it for you as well. But holy crap, I do not feel qualified anymore uh, to create or formulate any sort of prediction about how things were go- will go for any anyone or anything outside of myself. I do have a few predictions for my team and for 
our intention and for my personal intention as a business owner. And then, you know, I think that there's just some fun stuff too that I think is coming down the pike that's for good for you to check out. So a couple of things. One prediction for my team, I predict that my team will continue to be deliberate and agile and hardworking and innovative and creative in the face of challenge or change. And I've seen them display this in a really strong and activated way this year. And for for me, that's the biggest lesson is setting an expectation on my team's performance really limits them. They will exceed my expectations if given the opportunity or the expectations of anyone else if given the opportunity. And so without those limits, I predict that we will be able to do more, create more, try more, learn more, and listen more in this year. And that's really, really exciting to me. You know, and the second thing is as an individual, you know, as a business owner, I predict that I will continue to be challenged and things will continue to ebb and flow. And that requires me to be fresh, to take care of my team and take care of myself and take care of my family. You know, this podcast is not about me, but it is about, you know, the transparent way that I lead my team the business that my husband and I have built together, the community that we live in, the people that we feel like are brilliantly and daringly leading in their own business lives and bringing those people to you. And a lot of that starts with our personal intentions, our personal goals, and you know the things that we are hoping to do for ourselves. And I honestly predict that This year will be a growth year for us because as we go into year five, we are dedicated to spending more time together as a couple to not, I would not say downtime because downtime is not something that Greg or I do very well, but we do have things outside of the agency and outside of our work that we want to accomplish, just small goals that are things that we want to try. We're hoping to God that we can travel a little bit this year. So I do predict the prioritization of taking care of each other and taking care of ourselves in order for us to be able to take care of our team and take care of our community in the way that we really, really want to. And that, you know, does start, I think, with taking a bit of an inventory. I had a tiny little health scare um, this year and it's made me, you know, think, rethink the way that I push for the past five years. I've pushed really, really hard and I pushed my team and I, I know that that will continue, but there is also reflection and rest and rejuvenation that is required for the next step. And that next step is so critical for us, this booming, this growth, because every push has an end. And it's the questioning of what is at the end that has really been on my mind for the past few months. What does the 10-year mark for Francis Roy look like? What does the 15, the 20-year mark look like for Francis Roy? What does Francis Roy look like without me in the picture whenever that comes to play? Because that will happen. And 
I know that as a the founder and the leader of Francis Roy, that my vision is longevity. I would love for it to be something that lives on after me and continues to improve and grow and flourish and be led by others with a similar vision, but also the ability to take it further than I could ever take it. So, and then also there is this thought and plan and idea that I will create something new and, you know, as an individual challenge and uh, someone who I love to, to create new things, you know, the, the podcast, this Hello Francis was kind of the brainchild of that, like, oh, okay, this is great, but we definitely want to do something additional. Like what can we do more or, you know, what can we bring to life? And so I predict that we will bring something new to our audience and in, in 2021. I'm not sure what that is. I, I don't know if it's a media medium. I don't know if it's a business model. I'm not really sure, but it's exciting. And I love the prospect of creating something new. And so that's really a big prediction is that we will continually create and our team will grow and our leadership will develop, that we will continue to live our core values and give generously throughout the community. We will recognize that family first means our families at home, whatever that looks like for us individually and respectively, and then also our team family and how we take care of each other. Um, We're doing a little bit of fun. For instance, where we're going to have a bowling team starting in January. We're just incorporating some fun into our lives and taking care of each other and taking care of ourselves in a way that's truly meaningful. So there's going to be some more coming down from that. I'm really excited. I am also, I predict that we will see the birth of a lot of new businesses and new business models and types this year. And so I'm just over the moon and energized by the prospect and the idea of servicing these new businesses. And I hope that we put ourselves out there enough to be a consideration for startups and new opportunities that we can help brand or bring bring to life. So that that is huge. The only interesting prediction, I think, from the perspective of our industry and how it's applicable is the ever-changing, you know, face of social media. And you're going to hear a little bit here because I'm going to open up my my laptop. What does that look like? Uh, you know, is Facebook going to make it? Honestly, guys, I have no idea. And if I knew, I would be changing my business model now and we would just be headed into whatever was going to be next. But there is a new social media platform that I've been keeping my eye on. I've signed up for the beta. It is called Clubhouse. It's a new type of social network. It's based on voice. I signed up for this about five five weeks ago and still have not been permitted access, but it is all audio and is a social network based solely on voice. As A team of people who are committed to the development of a podcast and the continued development of audio as a social medium, this is really intriguing to me. You can look them up online, joinclubhouse.com. They're still in private beta, but you can download the app on the Apple Store and you can, in the Apple Store, or you know what, I don't even know if this is an Android situation or a Google Play situation, but 
the social examiner did a really great article on uh, the clubhouse app about six days ago. Um, we can link to that as well, but it's kind of been buzzing in the social media community for a few weeks and it allows you to chat in real time. You can share stories, you can collaborate. It doesn't have, at this time, there is no intention for ads, but you know, who knows how long that's going to do uh, to change, but it does have a similar algorithm as other social media platforms. So there is that, but it is something to look into. It's if you are like a coach or a trainer of some sort or a speaker, this is going to be your platform. It is in private beta, like I said, and I don't even have access to it. I don't know anyone that does have access to it. I have some friends who work in Las Vegas and there was this whole conversation when the CEO of Zappos, the former CEO of Zappos, Tony just passed away and they were all kind of communicating on Clubhouse. So I'm not in that cool kids club, but if you want to network, grow your authority and expand your knowledge, then I think Clubhouse is something that you should really, really be looking at. Community building is going to be huge for this and then for content creators. And so I've just been watching it. We will launch a community as soon as we have access for Hello Francis, as soon as we can. And so we'll keep you invited if, okay, so the, the other thing is once someone joins Clubhouse and they're they're in, they receive one invitation to send someone else. So I am sorry to say for y'all that that will probably be Hillary, but for me, but, or if she gets in, well, let's, let's hope it's reciprocated, but we don't, we can't force that. So, but keep that in mind that there is ways to get in and it is super exclusive right now. I have reserved my username already. You can do that. People are receiving notifications, even though it's really small, it's really kind of like limited, but I appreciate the deliberate nature at which, you know, in which this is being brought to light and they're kind of working through the algorithms and they want to make it right. So check it out again. It's join club clubhouse.com and you can find some more information about it on the internet. But that's pretty much it, guys. I am not going to try to sit here. I mean, I have predicted the death of Twitter before, which we all know that was a big fat flop and a couple of other things. But right now I am just predicting that I will be like the rest of you this year, kind of along for the ride, hoping for the best, working my ass off, motivating my team, doing whatever it takes day in and day out and taking some much needed downtime to be with my husband and my family and for some personal space and time to travel for inspiration. I'm going to continue to work on my new creative medium, which is pottery. Greg got me this most amazing Christmas gift ever. I have a wheel here at the house now and just expanding that. I designed my own logo last night for the weekend. So that was really fun. And you know, just creating as much as I can and being there for my team and listening to them and being what they need in order for them to continue to do the work that is required and to kind of take it to the next level, which I think is what we all want to do. So I hope that you enjoy the rest of this year as much as we want to get through it. Someone told me never wish away a day. And I think that's super important. And so definitely don't do that. And I will see you on the other side. Also, maybe important to note, it's probably good for all of us to not go to sleep on December 31st, thinking that everything is going to be like, this is not a freaky Friday situation, folks. Like we just need to get really, really comfortable with the fact that maybe things will still be a little shitty on January 1. We don't have to be shitty though. We don't have to be shitty. Remember that. 
have a great 2020. Thanks for listening. We will see you in 2021 with amazing things. We're very excited. Send us an email, hello at francisroy.com. Connect with us, share our podcast. We would love that so much. Let us know you shared our podcast so we can give you a little shout out or whatever, but you can, you can um, invite as many people as you like, like everyone. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Again, send us an email. Hello at francisroy.com. We'll see you in 2021. Mm-hmm.